The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 128 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost a very pivotal game in the uh, draft standings to the Charlotte Hornets by a score of 120 to 110. The Hornets were led by LaMelo Ball. He really went off for them. I mean, he's obviously their best player, but he had a great night for them. And uh, this was the battle of the block shots. This yeah. game had 18. Um, 18 total from both teams. Uh, but, you know, with that being said, the uh, the Hornets won 120 to 110. And uh, the Spurs shooting really was awful in this game. It was pretty rough we shot 38 percent overall and just couldn't really get it going nobody's well only a couple of guys shots were falling it seemed like to me but uh, what were your thoughts on this one drew yeah i think it was a good game it was a good defensive battle we saw a spurs tiktok where it was just showing all the blocks you see that yeah. it was crazy there was a lot of blocks yeah um good defense Lamelo ball had 28 points he was good he also had 10 assists 12 rebounds he actually had a triple double i didn't know that and the Spurs shot 38% from the field and 34% from the three-point line. Like you said, we just did not shoot good 75% from the three-point line. So we just played well but came up short against the Charlotte Hornets. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that one, maybe not all bad. They're, they're three games ahead of us, so that's quite a quite a bit. But uh, anyway, this one, was, this one was tough. And, uh, you know, I think uh, – I think the uh, tankathon that we're about to do is going to get really, really real and really serious. So let's get into that, and then we'll do our top two, bottom two. So tonight's tankathon, we do this every time, every episode. We kind of see where the where the chips fall and what draft pick we end with. Remember, we are number two worst record in the NBA right now. So let's roll it and see where we land tonight. This one, we went up to number two, the number two pick overall. And in a surprising move, the Char- uh, sorry, the Indiana Pacers wow. moved up for the number it one. It shows so what could happen. If they had that, exactly. That's exactly right. It shows what could happen. But we ended up with Scoot Henderson, G League Ignite. And if you don't know who Scoot is, watch the uh, NBA Rising Stars games on Friday night because I have a feeling somebody's about to go off for the uh, national audience. So... We'll get to that Rising Stars game a little bit later, but what do you think about Scoot, Drew? Yeah, I would be very excited. Some Spurs fans actually want Scoot Henderson over Victor Webinyama. I've been seeing that a little bit. And it actually, whatever melts your butter, honestly, because we might be need, need a point guard more than a center, but I don't really know. I still think I would go with Victor Webinyama, but Scoot Henderson is still a generational talent. Yeah. So I think we have two this year, and I think Scoot Henderson will be great. I, I agree. Any other draft, he'd be number one. I yeah. mean, without a doubt, any other draft dating back to maybe LeBron. So, 
Scoot's going to be a good pick, so whoever lands that one, and maybe it's the Spurs, he is a fun guy to watch, too. I mean, he's a developed specimen. He's he's really going to be an interesting uh, prospect for whoever gets him, but uh, that's where we landed tonight. So now let's get to our top two, bottom two. And I'm going to start it off tonight with the top two since Drew did it last episode. But I'm, my number one for the Spurs is a guy that has been scorching hot for them, Malachi Branham. 23 points on 10 of 14 shooting, knocking down three threes, grabbing six boards, dishing out three assists, and he also, for good measure, chipped in a block shot and a steal. So Malachi Branham, ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the development of a 19-year-old player that's really stepping up. He's having to start right now, and uh, just because our guard situation is... Uh, you know, Trey Jones has been out for quite a while, so he's really embraced that and, and stepped his game up quite a bit. My number two was off the bench. Doug McDermott was awesome. I thought he had a great game. Uh, that was fun to watch for him. He had a couple threes in transition when they're going down and just popping it. But he was 5 of 7 from three-point line and 6 of 9 overall. Uh, Doug McBuckets had uh, 17 points, so... That's what he finished with, and that's my top two. What about you? Yeah, so obviously for my number one, I had to go with Malachi Branham. <clears throat> He's been really good over the last ten games. You talked about his stats already, but I'm going to talk about his stats over the last ten games. He's lit it up. He's averaging 15.6 points a game, four rebounds, and three assists a game, chipping in a steal two. And this year, he has five 20-point games for the number 20 pick. He's very, he's developing very good, very great. So he's my number one bottom two tonight. My second bottom two, I went with Zach Collins, who had 14 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, shooting five of 11 from the field and two of five from the three-point line in 32 minutes. He's my number two. Now let's hear who you have on the ball, too. Yeah, I like the Collins pick. That's that's good. I left him off, but I, I paid close attention. It was just I was kind of in awe at some of some of Doug uh, McDermott's threes. But yeah, Collins has really been doing a good job once he's you know slated in that starting center spot. And I mean, Yaka Pearl stunk it up in his first game with Toronto. <laughs> that's a joke. He went off for the Raptors. He had a phenomenal game, 30. scoring 30 points and uh, just a great night for Yaka. But we wish him the best. And, uh, you know, I want to see him match up against Vic maybe in the, in the future. But uh, anyway, we'll see how that goes. My bottom two, I had Blake Wesley. Uh, another rough night for uh, Blake. He ended up with uh, zero points on, uh, I'm sorry, one point. He made a free throw, uh, but he was 0 4 shooting. And uh, had one assist, but also had four fouls in 16 minutes. That's a high rate. And he, you know, he's a high motor guy. I like Blake. Uh, he's just he's got he's got thrown into the fire with the Trey Jones injury, and you know a lot of guys are having to do things that they're not used to. Of course, Devin Vassell's been out for quite a while, but his return is coming soon. So that is uh, my number one is Wesley, and my number two. I thought this was going to be my player to go off based on what I said last episode. And rebounding-wise, he did go off. He had 11 rebounds. But Charles Bassey, he had a couple easy putbacks that, that he missed, and that just really stood out to me. And maybe he just needs to get reacclimated to the NBA game after doing so well in the G League. But he ended up with four points and uh, 11 rebounds. But just two of 10 shooting for a post, and that just was not good enough for me. So uh, anyway, he did have two block shots, so i got to note that. I'm really proud of that. But uh that's my bottom two. What about you? Yeah, so for my number one bottom two, I went with Jeremy, so 
Jeremy Sohan. In this game, Jeremy Sohan shot 3 of 12 from the field and 0 of 1 from the three-point line with three turnovers. So he makes my number one on the bottom two list. My second bottom two, I went with Blake Wesley in this game, who put up one point, like you said, and shot 0 of 4 from the field and 0 of 2 from the three-point line. He's starting to cool off a little bit, and he hasn't been good over the last couple games. So he's my number two bottom two on this game. Yeah. Now we're going to shift over to the segment of our show called The Question of the Day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Jerry in Laurel, Mississippi. Jerry's question says, Malachi, with a lot of K's, K-A-I, with a lot of I's, Malachi. Guys, will he remain a starter for the rest of the season? What are your thoughts about his role moving forward? Drew, I'll let you take this one first. Ooh, this is a very, very good question. And I think he's not going to start for the rest of the year. I think once Devin Vassell and Trey Jones come back, I don't think he's going to start because this is probably the starting lineup. Trey Jones, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sohan, and Zach Collins. But I do think he'll start some games when guys are going to be injured a lot. So <clears throat> I think he'll start some of the games, but I don't think he's going to start the whole rest of the season. But I hope he can, though. Yeah, no, he's kind of got thrown in there. I mean, he's the lineup that we're rolling out really doesn't have a true point guard, and uh, but Malachi has been a guard and he's been in there and he's been going off. So I don't think he's going to start. I agree with you one hundred percent, Drew. Uh, the rest of the season, but uh, you know, I think as a six man type candidate, I think that's his role right now of, of where we sit and. Uh, if he is, it's a high-volume scorer coming in off the bench for us. But, uh, you know, future-wise, that really is an interesting dilemma that the Spurs are going to have is where does he fit, or do they just go with a heavy guard lineup and then maybe yeah. one post player? You know, that that could be a good mix, but it definitely gives Popovich some things to work for. But uh, we appreciate your question, Jerry, and we're all Malachi Branham fans here. We think that was the still of the draft. I mean, really, Sohan, when you get down to it, was still a draft but as well. Um but both of those guys are performing well in their rookie year. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to take this back to February 15, 2012, where the San Antonio Spurs traveled to Toronto to face the young Raptors team with DeMar DeRozan in his young years. But the Spurs ended up winning this game 113-106 to with a really good fourth quarter. In this game, our leading scorer was Tony Parker, who put up a very, very good game. He had 34 points. Three rebounds and 14 assists. Just a very good playmaker in Tony Parker. We had Danny Green, who put up 13 points, knocking down a couple threes, had seven rebounds. We had RJ Richard Jefferson, who's a really good ESPN analyst now. He had yeah. 10 points, one rebound. And we had Splitter coming off the bench, had 13 points, five rebounds, two assists. Manu Ginobili, who had 11 points, three rebounds. And Matt Bonner, who's a Spurs commentator who's at, at put up 10 points five rebounds the Spurs the Spurs improved their record to 21 and 9 and the Raptors went to 9 and 22 on this day in Spurs history all right thank you for that one that's a good times back then in 2012 but uh we're going to now preview our upcoming game. And now we are on the All-Star break so that's coming the Spurs obviously don't have any All-Stars this year but we do have one player 
maybe two in the Rising Stars game. Maybe two if the draft ends up like we did our yeah. lottery tonight because Scoot Henderson is a is going to be a member in this Rising Stars game. So we'll see how that goes. But in this Rising Stars matchup, Jeremy Sohan is going to be on uh, Team Joachim Noah. And so they drafted certain players. Drafted Sohan was drafted in the fourth round. Each round consisted of, uh, you know, Certain players, obviously, Paulo Bancaro was number one, just like he was in the other, you know, the regular draft. But uh, going to be a nice showcase of talent. You're also going to get a chance to see Scoot Henderson against NBA talent. And, um, you know, that'll be an interesting deal. And Mac McClung, who's one of our favorite players from uh, Texas Tech, he'll be in that deal. Uh, so it'll be a, a fun night on Friday night, and Jeremy Sohan will be there. What do you think about the Rising Stars game, and what can you tell us about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch this game tomorrow night. I think there's a lot of young players that are going to be in this upcoming draft. I think there's two Julia Knight players, right? Yeah, three. Three, actually, yeah. Three that are expected to be first-round picks. There's a lot of players from – this year's drafted last year's draft, so that'll be excited to watch. And obviously, Mac McClung and Jeremy Sohan, I'm very excited to watch that game. Also, we have the celebrity game tomorrow night if anybody cares about that. But that's about the All Star weekend. Yeah, and it'll be fun to see. And, and for all of us that uh, Jalen Duran players, and uh, whenever the draft is going on last year, just so we know. Jeremy Sohan was drafted in the fourth round of this Rising Stars deal, which basically uh, pick number 10 overall. Um, and uh, Jalen Duran was drafted in the seventh round as the number 21 Does pick. it say what Scoot was? Scoot? Uh, it does not. And I don't know how they did that because it doesn't have the, the G League players and the oh, others. Oh, it's just one G League team. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Kenny, Kenny Lofton, yeah. Memphis Hustle... Uh, Scoot Henderson, G League Ignite, City Sissoko, G League Ignite, Leonard Miller, G League Ignite, Scotty Pippen Jr., South Bay Lakers. Uh, yeah, so it's all that's one team. That'll be an interesting team to watch too. Yeah. That's that's going to be kind of a cool event. And you know, as Spurs fans, we've been following the draft pretty closely. So get to see some of these guys that we talked about in last summer's episodes. After that, the Spurs' next game is going to be on Thursday, February 23rd, as they travel to Dallas to play Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. And that'll be an interesting matchup for the Spurs coming off the break. We, we'll definitely have time for players to rest. But, uh, you know, the Mavs yeah. are really good. Kyrie Irving is there now. Luka Doncic there. Uh, they, they have Wood. You know, they, they've got a lot of good players, but uh, what do you think about this game and what can you tell us about the Mavs? Yeah, so this Mavs team I think is one of the best rosters because they made a really good move in the trade deadline. Luka Doncic averaging 33 points and 8 assists. Kyrie Irving, who had 26 points in the fourth quarter against the Kings, he's averaging 28 points and 7 assists. Christian Wood, who's averaging 17 points. Tim Hardaway Jr., who's averaging 13 points. Josh Green, who's averaging 9 points. And Kimball Walker, who's averaging eight points. This Mavs team is good, and I, I the line's probably going to be like 14 or something like that. So it's going to be very high. Yeah, and I've got – I don't know what the line's going to be, but I've got the Mavs winning by nine. My player to go off, ladies and gentlemen, because you haven't heard this name in quite a while, is Devin Vassell. I think he's going to return, and I think he's going to go off. So it'll be a fun post-All-Star break game, and Devin will have a great night. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to go with Keldon Johnson, and I think he's going to be my player off. And if those two guys have a good game, I think the Spurs will win this game by five. Whoa, hot take. 
this microphone just caught on fire with that take. So we'll see it. We've got a while to go before the All-Star break uh, goes. So enjoy that. Enjoy time off. We're going to as well. But we'll be back on Thursday, February 23rd, to bring you the next episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Drew, would you take us home, please, sir? Yes, thank everybody for listening, Spurs fans. And as always, go Spurs, go!